<laughs> oh wow, they're having their moment, guys. Privacy, please. Lift up the flag. You know it's time. It's time to do it. Here we go. go. I pledge allegiance to Mr. Worldwide to live, laugh, and love, and to the republic for which it stands, one worldwide, under Pitbull, for liberty and justice for all. Dale. out of fucking breath <laughs> can i just tell you that was euphoric for me wow that was beautiful for me welcome and i'm just honored to be here in a place where my love for pitbull is only accepted this is a pitbull safe space um go get your stuff your merchandise Ooh, baby, your... baby. La, 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 la. Get Ooh, your merch. baby, baby. That's Raina's ringtone. She has it, it so when you call her, that is the song that pops Ooh, up. Baby. But, um... If I don't answer your phone calls, that's why. So, basically, guys, we had one of the best nights of our life. Literally. The other night. We did. Um, Aaron surprised Raina and myself. Yeah. With Pipple tickets. To his Hollywood Bowl show in LA. This was incredible. I think that was I having a bad day? I was having a bad day. Okay. Remember, we had just gone back from urgent care. Oh, yeah, you weren't feeling well that I day. Was, yeah, so we went to urgent care and I was having a bit of a tougher day. So we get back and Samantha gets an email and she calls Aaron and she's like, Is this real? And I was like, what is going on? Because if I knew if I told you, I was like, there's no going back. So I need to make sure that this is concrete and real. Yeah. She didn't want to get my hopes up. So she calls Aaron. She's like, is this real? And he's like, yeah, yeah, but, you know, put me on speakerphone. And he goes, you guys are going to go see Pitbull tomorrow night at the Hollywood Bowl. And I, like, okay, it might be a little bit embarrassing. I don't care. I started crying. <laughs> I started crying. It was so sweet. It was so sweet. Okay, and I was explaining this to Samantha and Aaron, but it's it's not just the fact that I was getting to see Pitbull. It was the fact that they were considerate enough to get those like amazing seats and amazing tickets for me through their connection, through their hard work. Like, they and it was good. It me. was really good seats. Like we I'm were close. And Close. Like I literally, if you watch my stories, you can see every single detail about this wonderfully glorious bald man. I was like, oh my god. We, Raina was finally with her people. It was so beautiful. Everyone was wearing bald caps, sunglasses. People were wearing all their merch. It just felt right. And yeah, after oh, leaving the concert. Mm -hmm. I must say that I have been converted, converted. myself. She's a full-on Mr. Movie fan. And listen, we can dive in yeah. to the reasons why we're so obsessed with him, this man. Um, but first, we should just... Oh, ooh, 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 hey, hey, hey. You, uh, you need to wrap the flag around, like, a dress or something. That was fun. Oh, God. oh 
wow, they're having their moment, guys. We gotta give them their moment. Privacy, please. Okay, we can put the pillow. Um, put the pillow over here. Put it maybe right here. Mm -hmm. okay. Let's see that. Let's see that as a dress. I want to see what it looks like. <laughs> see, it's hard because it's like I want his face on my tits. So basically, we got there. We had the seats. Okay. Anyways, and yes. So, and also, just to mind y'all, that I, as soon as I saw it was posted that he was coming to L.A., I told Samantha and Aaron right away, and I think that's why I started crying and why I was so surprised, because I had been asking, like, hey, guys, you want to go? And they would not reply to me. And so I was a little bit heartbroken because I was like, why don't they want to go? But me? it was because, like, Aaron before that was like, yo, Pitbull's coming to L.A. We're like, I'm going to try to get us, like, the best seats ever for Raina and surprise her. So I knew this was happening. So when she found out about the concert, which it should be to be expected, but I was like, oh, shit, I wanted it to be, like, a complete surprise. So we just kind of kept quiet until the day of. Yeah, and, but, and they were very successful in that because it was literally the night before. And I was but like, oh, you know what's God. funny is like, okay, so Raina, I know you had an incredible night, Absolutely but I would incredible. argue to say that I feel like I almost had a better time than you. Jesus! Why is this a competition? No, is that a competition? Calm down. But this is why I'm trying to say like I was converted because... I was cr I cried myself at the concert. We both I was cried. jumping up and down. I was going ham the whole time. And I think what I just loved about it is I feel like there's not a lot of artists out right now that really convey like just having a good time and cuz a lot of it's just like um they want to be taken seriously they're like and fuck it's like, bitches get money mm -mm. and it's like Pitbull is about going out and having fun and partying. And yes, he loves but, women. But, but, like, it's also inspirational and fun. Right. And it's not something derogatory towards, like, people. It's, like, uplifting. Exactly. And like, you don't get music like that anymore. So it just mm -mm. felt so um, nostalgic and, so like, nostalgic fresh. And wholesome. Like you said, everybody there was, like my like our people our community um literally every single age was there all generations were there mm -hmm. fucking boomers i saw like a 90 year old there i saw like a 10 year old so it was just really fun and it was interesting though because we were like in these little boxes because when you're in like that close you're in these little boxes with like chairs and so we got bruised up so bad because we were going so hard like i'm telling i don't think there was a single song even when pitbull left the stage for a little break see yeah. and the dj was just playing random music i think it, there was like what ah, i want to rock we had, like shit like yeah. that and we were still like yeah. there was like a wooden box and our knees kept hitting the box because we were dancing and going ham i was like ow i was like reina are your knees like so bruised right now and she's like yeah so i bruised. keep hitting my knees and i've been to a lot of concerts where we're, you know we always have such a good time this was fucking different because even when we went to the club like last weekend and they were playing international love i literally was overcome with so much emotion so the fact that like i could hear that in real life, and again, we'll get into Pibble why, why he's so special for us, but, like, it was just so moving, and then he'd go into, he'd, like, transition between each song, and he'd go into, like, a cute little motivational speech, like, I post on my story, he was like, fuck being a follower, fuck the likes, be a leader, and to all my younger generations, be a leader, and I just, I love that, because through everything we do, we always want to be, like, inspirational and motivate people in some way, so... I just, oh, it's so, it was. And we also, after, I was like, Raina, we have to get you merch. The merch line was insane. And I was like, we're doing this. I grabbed her. Because it can be very claustrophobic. Um, and let's not talk of, and 
when we were going to our seats, remember? I like the and, and you're like scruffling through to like find the opening. I was living my best life under here. Now I'm back because I have something to say. Because so remember when we were walking to, oh, yes, I love that box. Wow, this is, I used to do this all the time as a kid is like balance shit on my head for I no reason. It. So remember when we were walking to our seats mm-hmm. and there was that guy with, so I was wearing a backwards MLB hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, looking all swaggy and shit. And a Pitbull t-shirt, of course. Yeah. And so we were walking to our seats, and there was this guy, earrings, tan, tall, mm-hmm. backwards MLB hat, which you know I love a backwards MLB hat. I'm a guy. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And his friend, like, did this. Okay. It's done. <laughs> Pick it up, Bob. Bring him back. It's okay. So Continue. anyways, he, his friend, like, nudged him. Yeah. And they were, like, looking at, looking at us. And I was like, oh, my God, this man is fine. And he's at a Pitbull concert in, like, the best seats, too. So, A, that means that he either, like, pulled connections, like, pulled plugs like we did. Or he fucking paid, like, $1,500 to sit there. So, I was like, okay, he's a diehard fan and he's that fine. And I was like, shit, I, like, I should have asked for his number. And then when we were in line for the merch, he was on the other side. And we made eye contact again. So, if you're listening to this right now, you beautiful little man. Um, you please, mean little man? So, oh, not <laughs> little, but just you know, uh, please hit me up. Like, before before I, we went to the concert too, I was like, Reina, if you could pick one place where you think that you would find your dream match, where would it be? And she was like, a pitbull concert. Of course, because a I'm sorry, but it, like if you love pitbull, um, I think it just speaks a lot about who you are. Because I think a lot of people like make fun of pitbull, obviously, mm-hmm. and he's like a meme. But if you genuinely enjoy his music, I just, like, I'm going to get along with you. You have good vibes. You have good energy. And we're going to align in that way. Mm-hmm. So if you're at a Pitbull concert and you're not ashamed about it, you know, I'm going to fall in love with you. <laughs> if it's always- so I don't know who you are, but if you're listening to this podcast and you know it's you, Wait, let me make sure to slide in. I think you guys would be a matchmate yeah. in heaven. Yeah, look at me. I'm kind of cute, so. So cute. Hit me up. I looked at Raina during the concert, and I was like, Raina, the moment that I want to look at you and we're going to know that we made it is when we get Pipple on the podcast. Oh, it's going to happen. We're manifesting it right now. Like, I think when we get, how do you think you would react when he would be on the podcast? Like, what would, like, truly, what would be your reaction? I mean, I think the same way I kind of reacted at the concert, like, I think when I'm overcome with that much emotion, I kind of, like, shut down and become quiet just because I'm absorbing it and I'm just in the moment really reflecting on what's happening because I'm such an emotional and deep person. So I think I would just be, like, crying and being like, well, you don't know how much you mean to me. And I would just kind of let you talk to him and I would just be in the corner, like, slowly going like this. I feel like I would, like, just be smiling. Like, I would just be so happy the whole time. I'd be like, oh, my God. This is crazy. I think, like, what, um, just in the corner, he's like, what the fuck is wrong with that girl? Like, I get it, but, like, yeah, that's a little scary, Reyna. I don't want to scare him. (laughs) Exactly. We got to... You'll have to, um, we'll have to do some, like, um, we'll workshop meditate it, or know? something beforehand. Oh, absolutely. But I think, um, there was this moment when we got back from the concert, I think Raina, I think you asked me or something, you were like, what was your favorite moment from the concert Aaron or something? Or Aaron that, asked that. Yeah. And I started crying. I started crying because there was literally a moment in the concert. Oh my God. Why am I getting emotional now? Even speaking oh, about it. But it was like, I've been 
going and we'll talk about this obviously in future episodes when it's we're you know in it because I don't know but yeah I've just been going through a lot this year this has probably been one of the hardest years of my life I think this year has been the year that I have matured the most in my entire life I've been put in the room with some of those powerful people in the world and I've had to fight and I think that I've just grown so much. There's nothing that can be thrown at me now that I can't handle and I can't take on. And I feel like, I feel like a grown woman. I feel like there's a time in everybody's life where they're like, damn, I'm a grown adult. Like I can handle anything and everything that's thrown my way. And so it's been really hard for me. I've been going through so much for the past couple of years and well, I guess my whole life, but past couple of years, especially and being in that moment and just being there with Raina Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. It was just it was just such a a beautiful moment because it was just so like fun and I was really reflecting on like having you in my life. Rain and I talk about this every day to each other. I swear to God. We cry every day. But like my entire life it's been really hard for me to find somebody that um gives me what I give them as far as like a friendship. And it's been so hard and I've been like really trying to manifest in my entire life of like, I just want to have a best friend who cares for me the same way that I care for them and roots for me the way I root for them. And just being in that moment, just reflecting on, you know, I do have that person in my life, Raina, to be by my side and have fun and, and just overcoming so much this year. I was just, I was like crying and I was like, this is the happiest, one of the happiest moments of my life. Like it was crazy. And I'm <laughs> not for the pimple. The pimple I'm like crying. I'm like, Rain, I love you so much. But it's so true. It was one of the like, like the happiest moments of my life. And I think that's what really fully converted me to pitbull is my love for Raina. I'm just, I'm so grateful to have you in my life. Truly. It's it's such a blessing. You know how thankful I am for you. I tell Samantha literally every single day that I don't know where I would be without her. I think I would have given up on everything that I've been trying to pursue because it's a difficult industry. And if you don't have somebody like Samantha in your life here, um, things can become really difficult. Um, Jesus Christ, I'm gonna start. I know, I'm like, oh um, my god. It was the reason why I think that concert meant so much for us because it was, it's all in the symbolism. I think it symbolized a lot for us. It, it, for me personally, I was listening to Pitbull a lot in a very, very dark time in my life where literally no one knew except for me that I was being abused and taken advantage of and to even get me through my day I would <laughs> hold my hand okay continue. um to even get me through my days I would put on Pitbull in the morning and just listen to him um to be able to give me any sense of happiness or to even reflect on my past when I was seven or eight years old and Pitbull was the only person I could listen to on my little iPod shuffle before going into competition and my mom would put him on in the car on our way to comp because he just like always gave me that sense of peace and happiness so like I kept doing that um and I think it's just like a marker of everything I've gone through in my life I've he's gotten me through inadvertently and I think to just be in that moment with Samantha at the concert and like looking to her and just um there was no one I'd rather have been there with and I'm so proud of the both of us for getting through everything we've gone through 
I've seen you in your dark times and you've seen me in mine and it hasn't scared each other and we've just become stronger and our bond has become stronger and I'm just so blessed and thankful to be able to share those moments with you because I told you I told you too um when we were partying last weekend and you know there was there was a guy I was feeling that was there and, and we were having some issues and I said I looked at you and I was like this is my soulmate this is my soul like this is the only person I need um thank <laughs> you we just need some tissues. <laughs> Literally, I didn't know. That. We were like, "Yeah, energy drinks. This is gonna be a good episode." Yeah, pitbull, world <laughs> and domination, now we're, now and it's just like, cr- no, but like, but I just, I also want to say that I'm so proud of you. There's literally not somebody I admire more, um, for everything that you've gone through and come out the other side, a stronger person. Um, I just look up to you so much and. Like, I, I, I literally tell you every single day, but you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. I love you so much. I oh, my God. I love you so much, too. I, I, well, so Raina told me, you know, after that night, she was like, oh, my gosh, we were dancing. I looked at you, and, like, I was like, oh, my God, like, you're my soulmate. Because we've been talking about soulmates. We were having a conversation of, like, do you think everybody just has one soulmate? Like, there's only one. It's like, and we're like, no, like, there has to be so many. And then Rain was like, I look at you as my soulmate. And then, you know, you said that the other night. And it took me like 24 hours to really process through that. And I randomly was like by myself and I thought to myself, oh my, like, I can't believe that somebody feels that way about me because I feel the way about you, right? But I'm, I'm just, I'm not used to having that reciprocated. And I just sat in it and it made me just like start bawling my eyes out because it just it took a moment to process almost. It was like so surreal for me. And then I ended up sending Raina like a two, like literally a four and a half minute. I was like, dude, this is literally a podcast episode of me confessing my love for you. But it's just like, I, I just love you so much. And I'm so happy that we got to have that experience. And I think, you know, um, like you mentioned, like Pitbull was there for you in some of the darkest times in your life when you needed something to get you through and he motivated you through that. I think there were so many memories for me that became unlocked that I didn't even know were there. Like when we were dancing and stuff, it was, um, and I've talked about this in past episodes where growing up, like my, I loved freestyling and dancing in my room. That's really what made me not feel alone because I was very alone growing up. And that's where I got to like daydream and like envision what I wanted my life to be and like what like you know what I mean like I'm on stage or I'm doing this I'm doing that and a lot of it was to Pitbull songs and so when I was sitting there I just had flashbacks to like my younger self of like being like 13 or 12 or whatever age it was just dancing in my room with all these dreams and to now be here in Hollywood with my best friend and somebody who I look up to so much and I get to work with and spend all my time with, it was so, oh my God, like you just, you can't, there's so many memories that were just like unlocked and it was crazy. Dude, I didn't know, like being in that moment, having all of those like memories that you hold really close to your heart, just like unlocked, like that's a lot of emotion that's just pouring from you. And I could tell because there was like a change. It, it first went like from us just like having a really good time, obviously, but it went from that to like all of a sudden us like crying and <laughs> yeah. screaming. And I was like, something. I was like, in the moment, I was like, okay, something happened to Samantha. I don't know what memories were unlocked, but I could tell 
because there was definitely a change and it just became fucking euphoric. It was almost like we were at our wedding or something. Dude, it was so <laughs> emotional. Like, it was so emotional and um I think we're definitely for some occasion, I don't know what it's gonna be for. Maybe it's Raina's wedding, maybe it's my wedding at this point, because now I'm a fucking stand, stand. Yes. But like maybe Pipple's gotta show up and do a performance. Um Oh my god. No, I Maybe we should have that. like no, a remember- friendiversary where we like celebrate like Like Nick and Schmidt. Yeah, like the <laughs> And we just break him out and he like puts on a show just for you and I, literally. We're no, just in a room so alone with him. Just, no, just, it's just us, us two. No, it's like there's a whole no party. There's a whole party and then it's like, come with me. And we get like a private room. And we get taken into the back room. Everybody thinks, a lap dance. No, and, like everybody thinks we're getting lap dances. Yeah. It's just us sitting on the ground and laying on the ground while Pitbull like literally turns up and we're just like this. Oh my god. Like, no. bless me. I literally said at the concert, too, because I was like, I love my father, but I was like, imagine, because I kept ta- talking about Pitbull as in being my father, uh-huh. and I was like, bro, if I had a father-daughter dance with Pitbull at my wedding, of course, Jeffrey, my dad, comes first. Yeah. <laughs> you could do, you could do both. Do both. <laughs> Best of both worlds. Oh my god. Yeah, and so basically, it was such an incredible night. It was just so emotional. I feel like we're really stepping into a new chapter in our lives. Exactly. Like, that night was literally like, okay, that was a nice little... No, it was a lovely little hurrah. Now we flip the page. We're on to the next. chapter. And things have literally felt like there's been a shift in things, and the door has been open for so many amazing opportunities to come in, so... That's good. Blessings on your household. Bless- Blessings on your household. Raina does listen, this listen, thing where, like, if you do something, like, nice to her, she goes into... Blessings on your household. And I told her, and- I was like, I don't know. I know it's, like, a joke, but when you do it to me, I genuinely feel like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Like, I feel so good. It's special. I don't say it to just anybody. I, like, truly mean it. Like, bless your dad, you know? I'm like, Bless wow. your brother. Because it means so much. It's like, people yeah. don't just be saying that to you. They don't say, like, blessings on you and your household. Like... That's like, oh my god, thank you so much. I feel it's such a good energy. So yes. I've started to do it myself. Blessings start a trend. Everybody, blessings everybody start commenting on our post just saying blessings on your house. <laughs> Only if you mean it. Only but, if you mean it. And put the praying hand emoji because that's what blessings on your household. Um well to dive right into this next segment, um, Raina, mm. what should our people do? Oh, what should our people do? Listen. Aside from blessings on your household comments, rate, review, and share, baby. And you can say blessings in your household in your reviews, too. I think we would love that. Yeah. But you know what? It helps us so much. And we truly, this has already been a very emotional episode. So let's just get into it. Uh, we really do appreciate you guys, your genuine support. When we're on our lives now or like our DMs or comments and you guys are telling us that you love the podcast or even a threat therapy, like I can't tell you what it does to us. It's it affects so different. us in a different way. Like, I feel like ever since the podcast came out, it's been a completely different dynamic. Like, we're able to really connect with you now. Mm-hmm. Like, when you yeah. comment on our posts and you say something about the podcast, I can't tell you what it, it, like, we talk about. We're like, oh, my God, look at this comment. And, like, we get to interact with it. And it's so much more personal because now you guys actually know who we are and you're in our lives. Like, you're presently, we're taking along on everything that we're up to. And such a, it's such a different dynamic. Um, right. And we also want to get to know you guys, too. So if you rate, review, and share, and you share that with us, like, uh, in our DMs or whatever, just being able to get to know the people who truly do support us, like, that also hits different. And we would love to be able to just for- form that community with you guys. So, 
And you know what? This podcast, you know, we are on platforms and it is really important to have like as many, you know, reviews and everything as possible, of course, because it helps like push the podcast so we right. can keep doing this. We ain't gonna lie. So don't be a lame and not do it. Like exit out of it right now if you're gonna forget yeah. and if do it. If you don't want to do it for us, do it for Pippa. Yeah, do it for Pippa. Do it look for Mr. His, Worldwide, Mr. 305, okay? Look at his face. Can you ever say no like, to that face? <laughs> Can you say no to that face? Come on. Come okay. On. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> okay. So we're going to dive into. Oh, by the way, by oh. the way, before I forget this, mm. before I forget this, yeah, vibes. we are dropping exclusive um, podcast episodes on our Patreon. Yep. So if you want exclusive episodes, go become a patron. Anyway. Okay. Kisses. Moving on to. Oh, what what's that? When you do, when you do like the one, two, three, four, five. Um, we are going to be diving into a threat therapy. If you're new to the podcast, a threat therapy is when we answer your questions or if you need advice, you can submit by going to the link in our bio. There's a form that you can submit. You can be anonymous or you can put your name. We also have an option, guys. We're going to start having you guys call into the podcast so we can actually have you talking to us live on the podcast so if you want to do that click that little button and we can give you a call while we're filming that's gonna be so fun be i so can't fun. wait for that All um right. okay reina we're gonna let you start us off with the first therapies in session therapies in session okay so for this first one um it's from nearly a college dropout at this point girl i feel you <laughs> i'm guessing i don't know so they say I'm in college currently and have changed my major a couple times. I'm just trying to find something that will stick, you know? You both just inspire me so much and would love to know what it feels like to know when you've found that purpose. So, how do you know when you've found your passion? Damn, that's a deep question. I mean, first of all, what we do, um, I know that our mission is really just to inspire people as well, so that means the absolute world that you're looking at us in this way um so thank you for supporting second of all it's so cheesy and unfortunately with these things with passions and purposes it is cheesy um but when you're doing something that you truly love sort of everything just melts away and it's just you and that purpose and you know that as long as you can rely on that you don't need anything else like I talk about all the time like if I'm feeling uncomfortable or if I'm in a bad place in my life um I can just go into a room and do martial arts or just watch my martial arts videos or martial arts videos of people I really admire and it puts me immediately into a really great headspace or at least a space where I want to better myself and life is given meaning um so I think to get to that point, it really just takes like trial and error, trying out different things. And eventually you will know it's just when you found the right person in life for a friendship or romantic relationship, whatever. It just feels right and it clicks and you want to keep going back to it over and over again. And I think as like human beings, um, a lot of times we're programmed to be like, find your passion, go after it. It's like that one thing, right? But we're human beings, and even if you have, like, a strong passion for one thing, it doesn't mean that's the only passion you're ever going to have. Right. So let's say you have found a passion, but you're just kind of feeling, like, stagnant, and you feel, like, kind of bored with it. 
I think it, like Reina said, trying new things, um, going out and taking different, if you like to exercise, but you're getting really bored with it, like taking different types of classes, maybe it's Pilates, maybe it's boxing, you know, different active things that um, might spark different passions for you. Um, So I think it's just getting out there, trying things, having patience with yourself Mm. because it takes time. And, and not everybody is on the same timeline. Mm-hmm. You might have a classmate that absolutely loves what they do and they've never changed their major. That's not you. You have your own journey that's unique. And it's unique for a reason because you're going to grow. Okay, so the next question here is from <laughs> Homie Hopper question mark, LOL. I love that name. Okay. All Girl, right. I love here we you. go. Okay, so Homie Hopper question mark says... Okay, so I'm going to sound like a terrible person, but I promise I'm not, lol. Pretty much this guy and I had more of like a situationship that only lasted a couple of months and we both just went separate ways. We were intimate and everything and went on dates. We just never became official. Since that ended, his friend and I have become close and are now kind of talking and developing more feelings. Is it okay to date my ex's friend in this instance? This is a good question because it's always and honestly, I'm really happy that homie hopper question mark put um, detail into this, because if you were to just say like, hey, can I date like my ex's friend? There's just it's so hard to read. So I'm happy that she gives context. I feel like personally for me, you know, if it's like a really serious relationship that you were in and then like it ends up like blowing up and then you date the friend, that's just like I don't think you want that kind of baggage. That's just it's a lot to take on, but I think if you're just seeing somebody and it was a situation ship, it wasn't even really anything official mm-hmm. and you guys ended off on like, you know, decent terms and it's not under like any malicious intent. Right. I think it's fine. I definitely think you should have a conversation with him to say like, yes. okay, I want to make sure we're like all good. Like, is this something you feel comfortable with? Obviously I used to like kind of see your friend um, and, and just have them, you know, talk to each other so that it's not weird if you go out and you see the guy that you used to talk to i completely agree with daddy on this um what's new but (laughs) what i would say is like i'm just inferring here but it seems as though that this is weighing on your conscience because you're like i don't want to seem like a terrible person which you don't sound like a terrible person at all but what i would do I just, I love communicating with people. Like I've said, I love honesty. So if it's going to make you feel better, you're the important one here, okay? It's mm-hmm. about you. It's not about him or your ex. You need to figure out what makes you feel best. And if this connection makes you feel good and you think there's something there, if you want, there's nothing wrong with going to your ex and just saying, hey, by the way, um, and of course, like, make sure that this is okay with his friend too. But like, something's going on there and I would love to pursue it. Like, I would just like to give you a heads up so that you don't see it out of nowhere and you're not hurt because that's not my intention here. And if that makes you feel better, then go ahead and do it. It's all up to you. And also what I'd say in these situations, of course, ask for our advice because, you know, we do this. But try not to ask for a lot of people's advice on this topic either because I think that a lot of people project their own experiences and be like, you're a slut or like, fuck him. No, do whatever you want. Just whatever your initial gut feeling is, is usually what resonates with you the best. So go ahead and do just that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know the context, so they just right. hear it and they're just like, oh my god, I can't believe you would. But it's like, you only you know what your past relationship was like and like everything like that. So I think that was, I think that was good advice, Raina. Thank you, Bives. Killed it, Bives. Blessings on your household. Blessings on your household. And blessings on your household. Mm-hmm. All right. Homie Hopper. Homie Hopper, question mark. 
Alright. So next one. Oh cute, this is from a guy. Okay, so Gage Gage asks or he says, he exclaims, <laughs> I need your help. We got you, Gage. <laughs> My girlfriend is your biggest fan. Oh, he's asking for his girlfriend. Stop. I love he goes, My girlfriend is your biggest fan and really wants to start dancing because of the both of you. Oh. I've been trying to convince her to start taking classes, but right when she's about to start, she tells me she can't because her anxiety is too high. Do you have any tips or advice that I can give her to help her? Thank you so much. I know that it will mean a lot to her to hear advice coming from the both of you. That's really sweet. That is so Gage, sweet. Gage, we stand you. This is what we mean by women-aligned men mm -hmm. for the women. Everybody is welcome in Always. to listen to our podcast. You know, it's not... Um, I know this is like not about the question, but I'm just yeah, saying yeah, overall, because yeah. be obviously said. we're very, we're for the women, we're for female empowerment, but it's for equality. And as long as everybody is just on the same wavelength that we should all, you know, have equal rights and everything, like we're on the same wavelength and this seems like a great guy. And I'm so happy that it just seems even from this message that you truly care about your girlfriend and you just want to help her. So that's so sweet. Um, first Raina, of all, I would like to say. Live, laugh, and love, Gage. Live, Into laugh, your girlfriend. and love. Tell her live, laugh, love. Um, I think that when I become overwhelmed by the pressure of a situation or the pressure of trying something new, it's really comforting to just think about truly how insignificant we sometimes are to other people. I think other people are so focused on themselves. So let's say uh, she's going in and she's going to go take this class. Um, the other people there are just as worried about themselves. Oh, yeah. Just as worried about themselves. And I think that's co very contrary to what people would usually say of, like, um, you know, you're amazing, go and do it. Of course, you're amazing, go and do it. But also just realize that um, people aren't worried about how you look. They're just worried about themselves and how they look. I think life's too short to be to put so much pressure on ourselves it's okay to look stupid it's okay to have fun I'm out here in the club taking my heels off and going like this with them you know I don't give a fuck I think it's important to just kind of be in your I don't give a fuck era um first of all it means a lot that like we've inspired you to be able to try something new but um I think that's beautiful you're, you're you already made your first step of deciding that you want to try something new which is the hardest part so you're halfway there just go out and do it Mm -hmm. We believe in you, for real. I wish we knew Gage's girlfriend's name, because then we could, like, fully address her. But I guess yeah. what I would say, too, um, I think for me, and I think for everybody, literally everybody goes through what you're going through. Absolutely. And to anybody out there that wants to try something new that's scared, I just want you to know that everybody feels these same emotions that you're feeling. It's not that you're weak or you're just, like, too timid or you don't have what it takes. We all go through it. Um but I will say there has never been a moment in my life where I've wanted to try something new that was scary and I dove into it and I regretted it Ex oh, ever, such a good point. never, right. Same like martial arts for me. I always wanted to get into martial arts. I always wanted to learn, but I was so intimidated because I was like, where do I go? How do I start? It's so scary. I'm, jo I'm joining in with people who know a lot and I've literally never done anything in my life, you know, when I first started right. and Looking back, I'm like, wow, it was so hard. It took so much for me to just put myself out there because I was so used to coming from whatever situation I'm in. I'm like the top of the top. I'm right. used to, I'm used to that mindset. So to come into something and be like, wow, I'm at the bottom. Like I have, I, have, I don't know what I'm doing. It honestly made me grow and have mm -hmm. so much more 
um, respect for anybody and everybody that tries something new, especially dance. And I used to say this to my students all the time, like back when I had my dance studio and was teaching all the time. It's like, I don't care if you get one move or the whole combo. I'm still going to be here cheering you on because the fact that you even showed up right now Mm. means that you showed up for yourself and like you're fighting to be a better version of yourself. And if anybody ever tries to make you feel bad, We'll pull up on him. Tell him to come find me. Whether it be you're trying to start martial arts or dance, I don't care. We're going to pull up and we'll fucking roast their asses like we're on fucking oh, Comedy Central. Literally, because that's just fucking lame. That just means they're insecure. So I say exactly, push yeah. yourself. Go in that class. Take a shot of tequila if you need to. It's fine. What you, do? you know what I mean? And And I promise you, you won't regret it. And this is coming from somebody who has a lot. I battle severe with severe anxiety. I don't think a lot of people know that. Yeah. Um and so I think just putting yourself out there and fighting through that initial, because once you get through that first initial class, it's going to be so fun and you're just going to have the best time ever. Absolutely. I think there's also something so beautiful about accepting that you are going to make mistakes and fail sometimes. There's something so beautiful about accepting that you are a beginner because once you do get to the top, there's so much pressure to not make mistakes. There's not room for error. So enjoy this journey that you're on and in this position that you're in to be able to make those mistakes and figure out what you want and when I started dance (laughs) I'm sorry but I have the best dancer in the world over here and I'm doing a class with her a private lesson and I'm like (laughs) I was terrified but you know I was just like okay I know Samantha's not judging me at all and I'm not going to judge myself I'm just going to have the best time because in martial arts I always take it so seriously let's just have fun and like Samantha said once I got over that initial hurdle of being just terrified um it's been so fun it's been so fun and now I'm able to just like dance at home or like dance in the club and not really care what anybody thinks because I'm just having a great time so you're going to have a great time. You're going to have the best time. Um, okay, so we're going to do one more question for a threat therapy for today. Um, okay, so this one is um, Bria. This is from Bria. Cute name. She said, what do you guys think is a good amount to drink on a first date? Oh. Well, this is funny because we just had that situation with the NFL boy yeah. uh, throwing up in your <laughs> toilet, Reina. So don't be NFL boy. First of all, don't be NFL boy. Um, that's, you know, honestly, daddy has been helping me with this because I was never like a drinker. Like I didn't drink when I went out and I just recently started enjoying it more. So I don't know. I mean, I went on like a first date and I kind of just had like, what did I do? I did one shot before the date just to be myself. And then I did a margarita and a mojito. And that was the perfect amount for me personally. Mm -hmm. I weigh like a hundred something, 120 pounds. That was good for me because it just got me to the point where I'm, like, loose and I'm just being myself and being funny. And mm-hmm. he can see my unadulterated, unfiltered personality. And that's the point I got to and that was it. I wasn't sloppy, nothing like that, you know? Yeah. And I think for me what I've learned is for when it comes to, like, dates, mm-hmm. I have the two-drink minimum. And you mean maximum or minimum? <laughs> 
<laughs> two drink minimum. I need like seven dr- Sorry, two drink maximum, okay. not minimum. I'm okay. so fucking dead. Oh my god, could you imagine? So two two he's like, bitch, what the fuck? The fuck so two about? drink maximum. And I say that for like when you're just getting to know a person and and like just whatever. You never just you never want to look back because you're gonna regret it. You're gonna be like, Oh my god, what did I say? Was I sloppy? Whatever. Right. Two drinks is good because if you're having dinner, you have a drink and maybe you want to have a drink if you go out after something. And I would say when it comes to the three drink, that's when you start not being able to really be fully present and aware of what you're doing and all your actions, what's coming out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. And you ju- it's just not a cute look, okay? So I would say two drink minimum. Maximum. And then when you... God, why do I keep saying minimum? <laughs> we don't want to spread the wrong info. Oh my God. I'm so sorry, guys. Thank you, Reina. But like two drink maximum. And then if you're in a relationship with somebody and you guys are super serious and you guys go out, have I say fun. have Freaking... fun. Don't even think about it. Just yeah. live your best life. Because um, at that point, if somebody's judging you, if you get super drunk, then they're just like not the right fit for you. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying go out there and get blacked out trash, but I'm just saying that it's, you know, you don't, you don't have to watch yourself thoroughly like that. Yeah. But if it's a business setting, I have a one drink minimum. Like it's maximum. a cash. <laughs> what is going on? What is going on? I don't know what's going on, okay? <laughs> minimum, one maximum, drink minimum, maximum. maximum. One drink maximum. Jesus. Oh, yeah. No, but when I'm having a, me- a meeting, I just uh-huh. want something to just, so I don't stutter a lot. So I, I'm not nervous. And, like, if you're ha- if everybody's having a drink, you know, it's like you're going to have a drink. Join them, And I yeah. think it's nice. It's, like, fun, you whatever. But, like, after one drink, like, you just, you don't, you don't want to test the waters. Um, you just want to be present in everything that you're doing and you want to represent yourself the best way so absolutely not that you asked for a business setting but i'm just telling you a business setting one <laughs> maximum Yay. and two maximum for first dates is what i would say i agree with that except i do want to make a disclaimer when i had three drinks it's because i just have a higher tolerance now and also so. you had them spread out throughout the night and you it was literally and you... it was literally over the course from like 7 p.m to like 12 a.m yeah so. No, kidding. you are fine, Raina. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I love that you're trying to explain to me. You're like, please don't. No, you're you're fine. Um, but with all that being said, guys, if you want us to answer your questions, like we said, go to the link in our bio, submit your questions for advice. Um, and uh, check dale. out some people's songs. Yeah, check we're gonna out, manifest. He's ever, coming on. He's yes, gonna come on he's the podcast. On the pod, and if you're ever feeling down, just turn on before you send that text. Turn on a Pitbull song and just live your best life. Dale, baby. Live, laugh, love. Pitbull, what do you have to say? Ooh, Reina's mamacita. I know. Um, I love you to death. Mi if you're watching this, Pitbull, I'm just going to die. I love you to death and I respect you so much. Okay. I, I, I don't know why. I want to cry and laugh. I don't want to <laughs> cry and laugh. There's so much stuff going on. But thank you guys so much, seriously, for listening to the podcast. If you've been listening to every episode, it means the world to us. Having you here, having you a part of the family is just what it is. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It just like, it's so much fun for us to be here with you. So thanks for listening. Once again, make sure to rate, review, and share. And we love you guys so much. We love Dale, you so much. Baby. See you next Wednesday. Yo. Adios. Adios.